Saint of Pine Hills. Yes. Did I say it correct? Okay. So tell me about yourself, um, your name, where you're from, what you do, so everybody knows. And we'll start there. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Corey, and I was born and raised in Orlando. Um, been down here in South Florida area for about uh, about 13 years now. Okay. So when you say South Florida, where in South Florida are you? Right now I'm in the, the Treasure Coast, Fort Pierce area. Okay. Yeah. My husband has to drive there pretty much every day for work. Well, actually, the past few days he's had to go there, and that drive sucks. Oh, from from, um, from like Fort Lauderdale or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not yeah, fun. Usually just goes up to like Jupiter, but lately he's had to go all the way to the Fort Pierce area. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the yeah. morning and afternoon drives on 95 Turnpike. That's. <laughs> oh, for that's sure. Fun. Yeah. Definitely. He, get, he yeah. gets home exhausted. It really takes a lot out of you, those drives. It I'm does. a realtor and sometimes driving around just all the time, it's it sucks the life out of you. Right. <laughs> Well, so, you okay, so you there. were in Orlando, you moved down um, about an hour and a half south, mm -hmm. and um, what is it exactly um, that you do? So right now, I've, I've got like a ton of jobs up in the air. <laughs> okay. Um, so I've been, been working with, with uh, delivering Uber Eats, the uh, DoorDash for the last two years or so as supplemental. Uh, mm -hmm. I work for a couple of... Um, I work for one church in Port St. Lucie and a Jewish temple in Port St. Lucie. Um, okay. And then I do videography on the side of all of that. Okay, so, perfect. A couple of hats. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you got to do. I'll tell you. It's not yeah. easy out there. <laughs> not at all. It is yeah. not easy. Yep. Okay, so um, as far as your music, tell me a little bit about that. So I... I do a um, a cop out when I explain the genre and everything, and okay. so I just say singer songwriter, but um, it has like an Americana feel to it, um, like a uh, an early two thousands pop rock sound. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, are you performing out up there in um, Port St. Lucie? I haven't I haven't seen you on any local bills for me. Um, I may have missed them, not to say I see all of them, but um, do you do a lot of live performances up there in uh, Fort Pierce? Um, every now and then. I'm usually all over the state. Uh, last time I was in South Florida, though, it was, I think it was December. I was at Tough Times. Uh, that was oh, yeah, last, okay. Like, yeah, my last actual South Florida show. <laughs> but, yeah, like um, I said, that drive is crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I do have a uh, two shows coming up. Um, this weekend's uh, one in Stewart um, this Monday, uh, Labor Day. Um, I'm opening up for um, uh, there's a throwback band Valencia. Um, okay. Yeah, so they're coming through playing a acoustic tour, and then um, on Saturday the ninth, I'll be playing in Melbourne for a benefit show. Okay. Do they still have that like um, right there like? Kind of like on the border of Port St. Lucie, um, Fort Pierce area, like right on the beach. It was like a tiki hut area that had live music and whatnot. Are you familiar with that? Are you um, Have you been there or played there? Yeah, the tiki bar. Is that yeah. It is? It's, uh, yeah, all that got mowed down and they put like a three-story restaurant thing on it. <laughs> God, what yeah. the heck? But uh, there's oh, still a lot of live dumb music stuff like there. that. Right. Uh, there's yeah, still a lot of live nice. music at the uh, restaurants and stuff down there. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I uh, was there. Oh, my God. I was married to my ex-husband. I had sold his cousin a house up in Port St. Lucie, so we went over there one night um, when it was still there. But that was a long time ago. So, okay. When you, How did you get started in music? You were in Orlando, and shockingly, Orlando's got a lot of music going on. Um, they got everything. They got the happiest place on earth. They've got right. live music. They got everything. So, um, did you start before you moved down to uh, Fort Pierce, or how did you get started? Oh yeah, yeah. I was uh, twelve, I believe, when I first started. Um, all I really knew how to do was sort of sing, uh, <laughs> and so 
naturally, me and my friends created a punk rock garage band. And you just th throw a bunch of oi, oi, ois and some words about uh, how you like this girl in your class. And then you've got <laughs> punk rock songs. So. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's exactly true. <laughs> That's, then, all right. Yeah, so yeah. If, how, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 36. 36. Okay. So that you graduated in 2006? Five. Yeah. Five. I'm good. I was close. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right so what was popular then? I'm trying to remember because back I graduated in 94 mm -hmm. and like that was like the eras of Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots and um, Green Day, all, all those bands. I mean, Green Day was a little bit after Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember. I was a oh, Smashing Pumpkins, diehard right. Smashing Pumpkins uh, fan yeah. here. <laughs> Um, so what was, what was the genre then? I'm trying to think of what was po the popular music at that time. It was kind of like a melting pot of uh, of genres, mainly in that like, pop punk uh, vein. Uh -huh. And and I, I would say probably a year or so after that, that's when it started turning to the, the more post-hardcore um, metal and, and those genres started taking the main main stage. Right. Uh, but I was always in the pop punk scene and and uh ska scene and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those shows. Oh, that's that's so fun. Um Pukata, have you played with Pukata? They're so fun. That ska band? Oh no. No. Oh my god. Them. They're so I, fun. You've definitely got to check them out. I used to um so I had a pop punk band from 2010 to 2014, 15. And we would come down to the talent farm at least once a month or every other month. Um, we played with uh, We're the Union, um, uh, Run for the Coast, bands like that. And, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, We're the Union was a pretty big uh, ska band down there. Okay. Uh, I love ska music. Um, I, I'm pretty much one of those people, though, that, like, depending on my mood will depend on what my favorite is that day. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It can go as far <laughs> as country, too, which is just crazy. Right, yeah. My daughter just bought me tickets to go up and see Eric Church because I don't think anybody in this world doesn't like Eric Church. Right. And her boyfriend was like, what? Kim, you're going to see Eric Church? I'm like, oh, my God, I love Eric Church. But it's just so funny because I go from loving Eric Church to and George Strait to, like, one of my diehards also is 30 Seconds to Mars. So I go uh, from one extreme to the other. But yeah. I just, I just um, am very envious of musicians because I could never do it ever like I watch what you guys do and it's just amazing to me like I just I can't walk and talk and I literally can't do it I'm not just saying it I've, my whole way I'll be like um um until I stop walking and then I'll finish my sentence so what you guys do is amazing oh, but um let's talk all right your band name yeah I'm gonna try I'm just gonna dig and see is it like an area that you were from in Orlando or? Yep. What, yeah. Ah! You got it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So did you, what made you want to name your band after it? It was it like, just like um, memories where your band started or what? Yeah. So when I was there um, in the Pine Hills area, in Orlando, um, that's kind of where I started the that punk rock garage band and and started actually really getting into music um, while while living there. Uh, the Saint came just because I was like, uh, I think I want to name a project just the word Saint, and then I looked it up and there was too many results that came back with like St. Vincent and <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, all these other very very popular bands. So I was like all right, uh, maybe I'll just name it Pine Hills. And then I looked that up, and there's so many bands with the word pine in it. And I was like, okay, never mind. And then my wife was like, why don't you just put them both together? <laughs> and I was like, nah. See, it always takes the lady to figure it all out and solve <laughs> exactly. all the problems. <laughs> That's it. And I was like, oh, that might. And then it, yeah, it caught on. And a lot of people are like, well, that's that's a mouthful. And it's like, ah, well, uh, it works. <laughs> And it's yeah, worked it does. It does. Years, it's definitely so, yeah. not anything anybody else has, so <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, I think 
speaking of ska or going back to ska, I think there uh-huh. is a band called uh, Pine Hill Haints, is what uh, some friends were oh. telling me. They're like, there's this Pine older Hill band. Pine Hill Haints. What yeah. are Haints? <laughs> I don't know what Let's a Haints is, but <laughs> but they've been what around for a Haint? while. <laughs> Pine Hill Haints. Oh, Kim, I'm showing my age again. Okay, Pine Hill Haints. Let's see. I'm gonna look this up. We're gonna find it. While I'm looking this up, you're from Orlando, but I noticed it sounds like you have a little bit of an accent. Like, did you ever go like live in the, like North Carolina or somewhere? Um, I spent about eight years in North Florida in Gainesville area. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Uh, when I moved down here, my roommate had a pretty thick accent, so it might have <laughs> might have picked up. Oh on yeah, that a oh, bit. yeah. That might be where you picked it up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I found the Pine Hill Haints. They're, they they play ghost country music. Oh. I'm I am going to listen to them. That's that sounds very, like fun too. Very particular genre, ghost country. <laughs> yeah, they've got some super cool instruments here. Oh my god, this looks like something I would love. That's good. This came up. Okay, I'm totally going to look at that. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about um your music. How bring me from the beginning to the end of your writing and what inspires you for your songs? Um, there's a lot that goes into it, and mm-hmm. I just released my second EP, Wild and Free, and I've been writing those songs since uh, 2018. Um, so okay. I wish I could be one of those songwriters that can just knock it all out in one go, but. For me, I have to get the idea, mull it over, go back and forth, back and forth with, with editing, um, try it out uh, at a show, see what works, what doesn't work, and then uh, then it kind of comes together over a couple of years. <laughs> but um, that, No, that, you have to be happy with your end result, so if it takes a couple of years, that's, the people must wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and with this project, too, I've had a lot of... Um, I think a lot of creative freedom that I I've never really had that much before in all of my former bands. Um, right. So with this project, I just set out whatever genre piques my interest the most is what I'm going to write songs for for each release. Nice. So my first release is self-titled, and that is a lo-fi sounding um, release. So that that album, yeah, is comprised of different like chill step, hip, uh, chill hop, or whatever you call that uh, right, genre. Okay. Um, that I just recorded and um, edited with some friends, and had a great time doing it. And I've never done anything like that before. I've always stuck to that like uh, that punk rock uh, genre right. sound. Uh, so that was my first release, and then this release. I lean more towards that Americana uh, vibe and right. um, actually got to play harmonica that I've been, I've been playing over the years uh, and actually track that and incorporate it into the sound uh, as well. You know, that's so amazing. Someone like my, my daughter's boyfriend plays the harmonica also and sings too. And mm. I literally almost pass out watching it happen because like how <laughs> you guys have the air and like to be able to do all of the singing, the harmonica and breathe and not pass out is incredible. Right. Like, and, oh. and, and like to play the harmonica, that's amazing. Like that's probably like in my eyes, one of the tougher instruments, like, like you can't see what you're doing. You have to kind right. of feel it. Oh, yeah. and it's like, how did you learn that? Like I love the harmonica. So I would listen to a lot of Ryan Adams uh, when I was growing up as well, okay. and, uh, I started just emulating the sounds that he made. Um, and the whole world changed when I was like, oh, you take the key of the harmonica, and as long as you're playing in that key, and you're not not going all crazy, and you just keep keep uh, playing those same chords, you could do whatever you want on that harmonica. <laughs> and it's not But really did you, like, self-teach <laughs> yourself? Like... Like yeah. you say keys, like I wouldn't even know, like, honestly. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it, just, uh, um, I wish I would have taken lessons or, or I'm still down to take lessons, 
but it's one of those things where where you just learn it by ear and you're like, well, that, that doesn't sound half bad. <laughs> that's talent. That is talent. I mean, that's, is it true if you go really fast, you could cut your lips? Uh, I've never had that. Um, if I don't trim my mustache, it, it it'll pull the hairs out oh. <laughs> when I'm playing sometimes. So oh, I bet. That's the only thing I've ever run into with it. Uh, <laughs> right. But, uh, so are you a multi-instrumentalist? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not a professional by any means <laughs> at all of them, but uh, yeah. But I do can it. play a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> What's your main go-to um, instrument? Um, I would actually say, uh, it, well, I mean, it is an instrument. It's a vocals uh, for a voice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's an instrument. Yeah, just that was the one thing I started on when I was 12, and, and I just went from band to band after that singing. Right. And then I didn't really pick up a guitar and actually try to learn it until eh, I was probably about 20. So. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. And then I learned, yeah. oh, I, <laughs> I need to actually uh, uh, figure out this thing so I can explain my ideas to other people rather than just saying it sounds like this <laughs> that's yeah no it's amazing like my daughter she's a drummer like that that's where she's really really good but she decided she wanted to start her own thing and so now she sings and she plays guitar oh, wow. and she she's self-taught she's not by by far like she's not like oh my god she's a master guitarist but it sounds fine to me like for us people that don't know what the heck to do it sounds wonderful i'll tell you that okay so but well, um okay are, yeah. so what do you think was the hardest song for you to write like you say it, it took you it can take you a couple years to write a song which one did you struggle with the most and why uh so for this release it was definitely the song rebirth um and that song came out of a lot of hurt and anger and over the years it would soften and change. And so now I'm in a totally different space than I was when I first started writing. Um, mm -hmm. And I see the song in a different light, <laughs> um, even though some of the words are kind of um, about reconciliation and, and mm -hmm. trying to, to forgive others for, for hurting you. Um, I really grasp that idea now um, rather than at the, the start of the process. Cause I was just, I was just a hot mess when, when I first started writing it um, right. and just writing out of uh, just guttural um, emotions and just basically just spilling out whatever I could think onto the, uh, of the page. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, so it, it took a little bit of editing and, and going back and forth and I present it now as a way of, um, taking any anger, any hurt, any resentment that you have in life and just letting it go. Um, and that's, yeah. that's where I'm at now. It's really good therapy. I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't it funny though, how some people will interpret your songs in a way that helps them. Like, like how you say it's like, it means something kind of different to you now. Like it's, um, like I've interpreted some of like the local bands. I love the local bands. Like mm. there's so much talent, like, and some of them, like some of them, their songs, like I can, I'll get goosebumps. Cause I'm like, yeah. wow. And I'll like, think I have this song figured out. And then I find out I am completely off, but <laughs> I'm completely off yet. Not like, yeah. it's like, like this one song by this one band. Like I really felt like, it should have been like at the end of a movie where like the man and the woman are like falling in love. They realize it and they're like running to each other and they're like so happy that they both realize they're in love and they're going to live forever happy. And so I told him that's what I felt. But he he was saying it is he likes to be very cinematic, which totally mm -hmm. came through because I pictured that movie. And yeah. He's like, but it's that that particular song was about the love between a mother and a daughter. But I mm -hmm. felt the love. I just didn't have the right people. 
So, uh, but okay. it's still like I felt it. Like I get goosebumps talking about it. That song's amazing. Like <laughs> it made me feel it. So, um, but isn't it like wonderful when you hear man, I felt that song. That was like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And um uh just to know that the your your art meant anything to to uh, another individual let alone a stranger um right you never met you're like wow that that means a whole lot for for artists uh um definitely yeah, yeah. definitely and I, I do the same thing um, too when i when i listen to friends music i, <laughs> I always have a, a video played in my head of uh what i envision is the song is about and what's going on <laughs> right how often are you right or close to being right um i very rarely uh talk about it with with uh with them afterwards <laughs> I've, I've done it every now oh, really? and, and yeah it's just one of those things where i've been i've been engulfed in music for so long where it's just like okay like i appreciate that art and i probably know what it's yeah. about but until we have like a one-on-one -on -one, then i'll just be in the dark i guess <laughs> right okay so speaking of that you've been like 12 years old, you started with your singing and your your whole career down the music lane. You're 36 now. You're married. Do you have children? No children. No children. No. Um, you're doing, you're doing your, your thing like to get the bills paid. When do you, like, obviously you're hoping something great will come out of the music thing. Like, and it takes a really, really, really understanding lady to be on your side through this. Yeah. Um, uh, but what do you think, like, how long do you think you're going to stick with this? You know what I mean? Like, forever, for the rest of your life? And, like, tell me what, what you visual, visualize yourself, like, 10, day, 10 years down the road. And we could do that because you've legitimately been doing this for much longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say um, even if the shows stop, uh, like, uh, stop, stop performing for shows and things like that. I'll still always, uh, have something involved with music, um, yeah. for the rest of my life. I really enjoy, uh, assisting my friends and, and other, uh, musicians anytime they have questions or, or if they even ask me to play an instrument for their, their, uh, band or their project. Um, I always mm -hmm. enjoy doing that as well. Um, yeah. I honestly thought when my band broke up in my last band was a, um, alt, alt, uh, punk, uh, melodic fusion band. And, and we, we played and toured extensively for about six years. And then when that came to mm -hmm. an end, I wow. thought I was done playing music, um, until I, I kept getting invited to go play festivals and, and uh, continue out. And I was like, I, I can't do it with that band, but maybe I could take some songs that have been on the shelf and uh, do something with that. So that's where St. Pine Hills came from, was uh, right. my first venture as a solo artist. And um, I went into it with a totally different mindset than I did with right. my former bands. Um, with those bands, my, my main goal, yeah, was to try and make something out of that, um, make touring or performing or um, writing and recording music, make that a sustainable career. With with Santa Pine Hills, it's a um, it is an enjoyment, yeah, uh, more more or less, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, when I'm invited to play shows, if it's feasible for the schedule, um, then I'll play. Uh, yeah. But I'm not trying to just kill myself uh, all by performing and and overexerting myself more more yeah so, yeah than than I used to do um, in my former yeah. projects. But yeah, ten years down the road, yeah. forty six, I'll still be playing. Uh, it might look totally different, but um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I'm forty seven, so me in the crowd is much different than me ten years ago. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, even now, it's uh. uh I'd probably go find somewhere to sit if, <laughs> after a little bit. <laughs> Do your chair dancing. No. Right, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's like you have to do what you love. Now, your wife, 
is she a musician at all or is she just super she supportive knows. yeah she 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 can play like a uh, piano and and uh, she has the ear for it but she was never really um interested in playing in a band or performing or anything like that right. um we've been together uh we're coming up on our 10 year uh, anniversary okay and nice. um she's been with me for a bunch of <laughs> different bands so she's, yeah. she's gone to shows she's had her fill and she's like all right yeah i'll support you uh but probably more so from home he's <laughs> <laughs> gotten to that point <laughs> yeah like no, I've but that's, that's nice though it takes a lot for someone to because this is a lot of work like it is it's, yeah. it's a lot of work it's a lot of fun it is but so much fun, yeah it's it is a lot of work and a lot of people don't understand that or appreciate it like mm-hmm. like i i have I just have so many because I know so many bands because of what I do. I have so many people reach out and they're like, Oh, we're looking for this band. Can you help us? And, and then I instantly ask, I act like this pro bono manager for all these bands, (laughs) but I'll be like, yeah, well, if you want that, this is how much it's going to cost. And they're like, Oh, well they make money. Like, what do you think they do? Of course. (laughs) Like, yeah, they're not just gonna come. Like, there's bands that are gonna right. do stuff for free for you know, like to have fun and stuff. But if, you, if you're wanting a band to come and represent your business to bring people in, you're gonna pay them. Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's, but some people just really don't understand that whole thing. Like, it's yeah, it's crazy to me. And maybe it's just because I've been involved in it so long because of my my daughter. But it's crazy that people really just look at the local bands as like not professionals in a way and they've mm-hmm. actually some of them are like one person said well it's not like they're a professional band they oh. are absolutely a professional <laughs> yeah. band 100 yep. percent. like yeah you're looking for someone and they have what you want and you like you're telling them that they're not a professional band so it kind of bothers <laughs> me i kind of get very very overprotective of all the bands that i've met and come in contact with um, but yeah, so let me talk about the local scene up there in, um, Fort Pierce. I'm not very familiar with it up there. Like I know some bands as far as Port St. Lucie, mm-hmm. but, um, how is the scene up there? How, like you came down here, you played tough times in December. Mm-hmm. Um, is it much different than down here? And like the venues, do you have many venues up there? Not really. We have um, some hit or miss places, more so like what you were saying earlier with the Tiki Tiki Bar. There's mm-hmm. there's some bar and grills like that that have stages, and um, uh, it's only because we have a local uh, promoter as well, uh, and he okay. he puts on a lot of shows. Um, that's really where where a lot of our shows come from recently. Anyways, uh, I would say. They haven't really picked up though um, until very recently, maybe the last year or so. That's when shows yeah. started coming back around again. Um, right. But we, as far as like an actual venue, that that's what they mainly focus on. Um, we don't really have anything DIY yeah. per se. Uh, we do have the Sunrise Theater that's in downtown Fort Pierce, but. That's mm-hmm. uh, like a national, international known uh, <laughs> okay. venue that brings in all these big names and right. and um, charges a lot to, to even go. I haven't even been able to go because <laughs> the ticket prices yeah. are too much. But um, like uh, I think coming up soon, they have like, like for instance, Hawthorne Heights is bringing okay. uh, an orchestra that's coming through and they're playing okay. the theater. So we have that, and uh, but other than that, it's it's usually like uh, dive bars and um, yeah, uh, the offshoot coffee shop that will let you host a show mm-hmm. there, or um, uh, we have like a video game uh, arcade bar in Stewart. That, oh yeah, we have yeah. glitch down here. That's a super cool one. Yeah, yeah, yeah those I, I appreciate those, but those are kind of yeah. like a every now and then um, type of deal. Yeah. I've noticed, um, like you said, things pick up a little bit um, within the past year. Like you said, I started this. Well, I've been involved in the music scene for a really long time because my daughter, I used to like manage her band and then they dismembered and she has her own thing. 
and that's why I started my podcast because she kind of wanted, she started that band when she was 14 and she okay, kind of cool. wanted when she started her new thing to just like, I guess to have the satisfaction of doing it herself as opposed to mommy helping her. Now <laughs> though, I do have a text proof last night. She was begging me for help, but, um, <laughs> so she, um, but it's like, I started the podcast because I missed getting out and meeting all the bands. Because, like I said, I am like blown away by what these bands can do. Mm -hmm. It's shocking to me that they, it, it, it's just amazing. So, um, but when I started this, it was like all the bands, like there, there were so many bands, yet not so many bands. And now there's a shit ton of bands that, like, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. like, where did they all come from? And yeah. even like the Kava bars are now like, opening up like you said the coffee shops we've got the kava bars here that are opening up for like full bands and they're like 250 square feet and yep. it's yeah. like it's like they're just squeezing bands in everywhere now which is super cool mm -hmm. but um like they're having a place to play but it's just crazy how that like you said this last year has just gone crazy yeah. and i could tell you there's like a hundred new bands that i have mm -hmm. met like in the past year yeah. And it's like they all came it's like they all got together and said, Okay, let's let's do it now because yeah. they all came at one time. It was yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And, and it's yeah, because I used to be pretty well versed in the South Florida scene when Talent Farm was like that main venue in Pembroke Pines. Mm -hmm. Um we, there was a great, great South Florida scene. Uh and we could play uh, even if we couldn't play at Talent Farm. There was always like some type of dive bar that would allow right. for all ages shows or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, or some venue space that it would allow for it in South Florida. And then that all kind of shut down once Talent Farm closed um, around, like I would say, that 2016, 17 um, time frame. A lot of the all ages opportunities started closing. And yeah. so it was like, I, I kind of fell out of the, the scene down there. Um, there wasn't really a whole lot of opportunities to come down except for like propaganda and, um, yeah. And Lake Worth. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much the only venue that survived throughout a lot of the change. Yeah. So, um, you bring up a good point that I haven't asked this question in a while. And I think it's a good question since you're older, um, than a lot of the bands that I've spoken to, um, like all ages, like I am a big all ages, like I am all for it because the more the merrier and mm -hmm. a lot, and, and it might also be because some, a lot of the bands that I talked to, some of their members are under 21 yeah. and some of them are over, but it's like, I don't like to exclude anyone. I mean, granted, yeah, let's maybe say like 16, 17 is the minimum age, whatever, you don't right. want little children running around. But, yeah. like, how do you feel about that? Because I, like, I just feel like you got these followers, and they may not be 21, so I don't want to exclude them. But coming from an, a musician that's in working in the scene and you're older, how do, how does, how do you feel about that? Oh, I think I lost you. Oh, okay. Do you see me? <laughs> I can see you. For a okay. second, you disappeared. Yeah, just, that was weird. Um, yeah, I would, uh, I would say I really cut my teeth in Gainesville with, um, I was in three different bands, totally different genres. Uh, and we had a local dive bar right on the main street that for one reason or another, touring acts would, would stop through, uh, Gainesville and they would, they would play there and, and uh, I had the opportunity to open up for a lot of bigger names, but uh, nice. for those shows, they would open it up to all ages, even though it was mm -hmm. a dive bar, but they would open right. up to all ages. And that way it allowed for um, teenagers and, and uh, those under 21 to, to come and, and see the show. And that would help pack out the yeah. venue. It would, it would bring its own, issues sometimes um there were a couple times cops came out and and uh tried to say like well they're they're all underage drinking and it's like uh 
know the bartender's watching that, making sure <laughs> none of that's yeah. happening. But um, it would just bring problems every now and then. Uh, but I always enjoyed it because it, it brought more people that have never really been involved in a live music scene. Right. Um, so it, it allowed for the first time. Um, I would, even like my sisters, I have sisters that are about eight years younger than me. And mm-hmm. um, when they, uh, when I would play some shows, they, they would come out and, and that was like their first venture into, oh, this is what live music looks like. Or, um, you mean, uh, not everything looks like a Jonas Brothers concert or something right. like that. Like, <laughs> so it's like, no, it looks way different. It's, it's a lot smaller. Uh, the venue kind of smells. <laughs> yep. Um, yep the, you may get sick in the bathrooms, right. but <laughs> very, very loud. Like, <laughs> super loud yeah. but yeah so i enjoyed that um and i still i still enjoy playing all ages shows now yeah um because uh um i've had to learn when it comes to shows that are uh, mainly 21 and up it it does bring a different vibe um yeah mainly because um yeah we're all just we're all older and and some people react to it differently yeah. Um, than others, but um, when you have people that are younger, they do bring that uh, that youthful energy, and so that yeah. that can help um, a performance. Yeah, that's a yeah. really good point. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like really I know if it was just a bunch of of thirty six ish guys <laughs> going to see a show, we're not gonna. We're not going to necessarily be throwing our bodies around in yeah. enjoyment because it's like, oh no, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a kid, no, nah, kid can go do that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. But just to um, coattail on what you said about like um, the cops showing up and stuff, I had rented out an amphitheater down here mm-hmm. um, for a two-day festival, and because um, I thought that the kids would have so much fun playing an amphitheater and um so but they they said that we could not have alcohol and I was like oh damn like is what is gonna happen like so I told them you know you can bring coolers you can bring chair bring whatever you want I don't care what you're doing in the car don't get caught but it cannot be on the, the grounds because they wanted to use their own vendor for the alcohol or something. And it would have just cost a ton yeah. more money. So oh, yeah. um, I was like, all right, I'm going to see how this goes. I'll tell you, I, a lot, these kids are very respectful. I think they appreciate that I've done some stuff for them. Very respectful. I did not want to run into one problem. I was probably the biggest problem. Like, damn, I can't have a beer. Like, what the hell? Right? Yeah. But they yeah. all came. They had so much fun. They were perfectly fine. Like, I had coolers of wa- um, water set up. Like, they were perfectly fine with that. And they had the best time for two days. So um, I think that people automatically assume, oh, it's all ages. You're going to get a lot of punks in here. And they're going to cause yeah. problems. And I just feel like that that's just being super judgmental before anything happens so i was super excited like to that they really really came and they were just so well behaved and yeah i was like thanking them like thank you god like i'm sure that they had probably something in their car but they didn't get caught and i was their age once and i was doing that same thing so just don't get caught so i don't lose my deposit and we'll be good right (laughs) so what i'll have a better yeah no that was a lot of fun for them and, yeah. But yeah, it's it's true. Like the, the cops showed up at your event. And it's like no one was. It's like the bartenders were looking. Like yep. we don't need yeah. you here. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yep. only yeah, just because a word or something they heard, kind of thing. Where yep. it was like, no, we're all we're all um, doing our own like self policing of. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. you don't want issues yourself. Like yeah. the people oh, they're yeah. playing, the owners. No one wants issues. So yeah, oh, right. it's yeah. yeah. So, all right, I don't know if I'm going to know any of these, but who are your favorite local bands? So, for my area, there's um, there's been, like, a revolving door, as naturally, that happens. Um, yeah. Because uh, even myself, uh, once 
once I would get a band to like the five year mark, that's when everything started getting real. <laughs> and yeah. some people reevaluated their for a band to stay together. Yeah, they're like, uh, most most musicians we were like, nah, I want to go do like a career or something like that. <laughs> I don't want to spend any more money on this. And so I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but there's one band that's been around for as long as I've been here, um, well over 10 years. Uh, their name is In Motion. They're from um, the Hope Sound, uh, Port Louis area. But they're just a great, a, um, I would say, like post-hardcore um, alternative band that uh, they kind of sound like As Cities Burn. Um, okay. They've, they've got that flavor to them. And, and they're only a two-piece. Uh, most of the time oh, it's wow. a two-piece, yeah. Uh, they're, I've been friends with them for a while, and, and they're one of my favorites. Another band is um, honestly probably from, uh, they're from like the Stewart area. Mm -hmm. And they kind of, they have that American football sound, um, the really uh, indie rock vibe. But uh, they've been around for a while as well and always put on a, a great show. Um, and then um, there, then, so th that's the examples of the older bands. And there's a new band called Wonder Club that's, um, okay. um, I would almost liken it to like the, the Tony Hawk soundtrack pro skater soundtrack um like oh. like uh punk rock days um and it, it really reminds me of like when i was um starting with music and enjoying music writing and but they're three talent super talented guys that are from port st lucy and, and they've been playing a lot recently um and then even getting out of town uh, and that's something that doesn't really happen much here I'm, I'm sure right. it's the same way down there, but um, uh, you kind of get stuck in your own city and you never play anywhere else. But yeah. these guys are, are pretty inspiring because they're actually making the, the leap to see what happens if they play in Jacksonville or Orlando right. or something like that. Um, what, which, what's their name? Uh, their name is Wonder Club. Okay, Wonder Club. That's what you said, yeah. Wonder Club, yeah. Yeah, and so they're kind of the, I think they're my favorite new newer band. Um, local okay. band in the area yeah um, a lot of talent and um, I, it used to be there was just a, mainly a metal scene here <laughs> um, oh really metal oh, hardcore okay. scene and that was like it but um, so when I was playing pop punk we we would really just stick out like sore thumbs <laughs> anytime we played local shows so we right. would always leave and go play with our friends bands in different cities um <laughs> But now, now I think it's a, a different range. We have a lot of different genres um, currently. Right. Yeah. Do you know any of the bands down here? Are you familiar with any of them down here? Um, the one band I played with, um, Stumble Steady, is. Um, oh, okay. I had Stumble yeah. Steady. Oh, I like them. Yeah, they're they were so fun. great. Yeah, very. Yeah. Talk about talent. Sheesh. Yeah, they were. They're so very so talented. talented. Um, I played with them yes. at um, Tough Times, and also okay. um, also the Chans. Oh my uh, God! Play with them. The Chans, yeah. Matt. <laughs> he does like my my um he 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 designed my Up Next logo. Oh okay. And yeah. um, and my flyers. Yeah, like he's a graphic designer. So and I always try to like support the local scene so anything like if i find out that you do something like um billy from billy doom is dead he's a painter so it's like and i'm a realtor so i'll refer him like all the painting work and then okay, um yeah. like matt he does the graphic designs so i always he just actually designed my daughter's birthday card oh. invitation as well <laughs> that's cool like anything yeah. i need design i reach out to him that's awesome so yeah but i love the chance yeah they um they just played my last my um up next at revolution live okay so it, yeah that wow. was uh, a yeah, revolution <laughs> yeah yeah i had a um kind of like a battle of the bands thing i did like nine weeks not nine weeks in a row but mm -hmm. a few months it was nine different things where it was three bands a night and i did like an overall leaderboard for okay. people that came out and voted in person for the bands and then the top nine bands played at revolution live wow so it was like nine the top bands. nine out of wow. 24 or something like that Wow. So nine yeah, bands on the so same day. Or... 
Yeah, it was all the same day. They had 30-minute oh, wow. sets. Oh, yeah. wow. That was a long yeah, day. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was just... Yeah. It, it was... Yeah, we we ended it at, like, 1 in the morning, and but we started at, like, 7, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We, yeah, it was the turnover there, because everybody there is so professional, you know, like... It was my easiest show ever. Oh, okay. Like my biggest <laughs> venue, but easiest show. But it's because they have all those guys that are just so used to doing it. Like you need a five minute turnover. Okay, we're gonna yeah. do it. So, but that was fun. But yeah, um, yeah the awesome. chants are fun. Yeah. Fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had, um, and I don't think he was. I think he was just filling in. Um, his name was James. Was uh, filling in on drums for them. And I think he's kind okay. of like a, a local, he's a pretty popular local musician that um, from his social media, I've seen he does a lot of drum covers, but he smashes it. He's he's so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> Such a talented drummer. But I'll um, have to look yeah. up that show and see. Yeah, I think he, um, drummer was. I think he made the Chan songs like twice as fast as they usually are, which they are, they're already pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a good show yeah that was that was a great time i gotta get back down to to tough times because uh, I, I enjoyed that venue um uh, it was a it was a pretty cool spot i haven't really it's seen fun. anything yeah. like that in a while um uh, down there anyways so, yeah. yeah yeah chalo um he just it was uh two months three months ago it was their one year anniversary for tough times oh wow yeah, yeah he put a I lot thought... of work into that oh yeah i'm sure yeah so okay so i'm gonna ask you a few questions um you're older so it's like whatever i uh usually call this segment you can tell mom anything but okay. you're older i can't be your mom so you can just tell me anything um you'd be a tea mom <laughs> <laughs> just questions so people can get to know you as a person um okay my first question you already answered that at the beginning what you do outside of music okay Mm -hmm. um have you ever done a tour and if so what was your favorite stop yeah uh i've played um a lot of different places mainly up the the east coast a little bit to the center um my favorite uh, uh i have to think about that one um as in like not just the show but like the uh the city and um i guess maybe both i think every time i go to nashville i always have a great time um yeah no matter where where i end up playing um recently it's been um someone's backyard <laughs> because those are uh, always so fun though yeah venue issues um, i have played a couple venues in town but um, yeah, I, I really enjoy every time I go to Nashville. Um, yeah, the, I know a lot of friends there. Um, one of my sisters actually lives there now, uh, so okay. I, got, I got family there. Um, but the vibe I always get in Nashville is great. Even though everybody there is insanely talented, um, there's still a lot of like love and support from the community. Yeah, and that's so important. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so my next question, I already know the answer to also. Um, you're married. You have your wife. You guys mm -hmm. have been together for a long time. You're going to have your 10-year anniversary. How did you guys meet? We'll change the question to that. Yeah, okay. So we met uh, through friends at a graduation. Um, my my basis at the time from my band was, was uh, graduating high school and, and um, invited me out to go along. It's like, ah, whatever, I guess. <laughs> so we met there um, and um, just were interested and uh, got to know each other slowly over the, the next couple of months um, and then started dating after that. And the rest was history. Right. <laughs> and one, oh. two, three, four, six bands later or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's still around. She's, she's definitely a keeper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my next question is, if you could share a meal with four individuals, alive or dead, who would they be and why? Oh, four. That's that's a lot. That's a... <laughs> um, I mean, um, 
it would be it's always interesting because you would think that if you just said something like uh celebrities or or musicians and um when you see all the backgrounds of it they're not really like uh people uh <laughs> like uh, uh what is it people person they're they're not really like like uh talkative and, and um, into it uh as much oh, as you're they're so right so yeah introverted so it's like instead of going that that direction i would i would even just say um um it would be interesting to have um a meal with with different philosophers or different um mm-hmm. um writers and people that that really uh just dove into what life is about and right. see where the uh, throughout and I don't really have any that are off the top of my head um yeah there's different like you know um uh was it monks and <laughs> people like that uh Right. Uh, have, uh, and saints throughout the time uh or throughout uh life that i've um i've heard different sayings from but um it would be interesting to share a meal and, and just see like what what does a normal conversation sound like to these super deep thinkers um and then um yeah what what does it even mean to them to share a meal with with someone they don't know right but um yeah i don't really have any like actual names off the top of my head. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So to date, what what's your proudest accomplishment? Uh, For music or for anything? Um, just in general. Um, yeah. Proudest accomplishment. I would say, um, yeah, I mean, um, being able to uh, buy a house and, and actually that's a uh, huge one huge. especially yeah, in never, florida <laughs> right exactly yeah, i never thought i was like ah, i don't think i'll ever be able to own a home i was like but i mean who owns? i mean the bank still owns it but anyways it's it's like uh right still have that yeah but uh that was a pretty big accomplishment that um younger me didn't really think would would happen um at such an early age, uh, I thought I would just wait until I was in my fifties or whatever to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to actually be able to afford it. But yeah. Yeah. And you did it. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here. So as far as music goes, who, who do you feel was your biggest inspiration? Uh, when I started off, it was, um, my, for my uh, one of my early birthdays, 11, 12, whatever it was, my friend gave me the Enema of the State album from Blink. And uh, that was really what piqued my interest and said, okay, uh-huh. this, you can, you can write fun music. And, <laughs> and it's uh and then that's, that's a uh, thing. And then from there, it just spiraled into different uh, genres and um, people, right. singer songwriters like Ryan Adams. Um, they really, had me focus in on the lyrics uh as well as and then um yeah uh i mean i i also love billy corgan and everything that he's done yes um, so from pumpkins to zwan and and um even some solo stuff that that really changed my mind of oh, okay it doesn't everything doesn't have to be this four four verse chorus verse chorus structure um you can mm-hmm. have fun with it and change it all um, so yeah, there's yeah. a couple of inspirations uh, that I've had. Okay. So as far as your music, do you plan on releasing any new stuff anytime soon? Just going to go with what you have. What, what are your plans for that? Yeah. So this one I just released um, in late July. This Wild and Free is uh, mm-hmm. that album. Uh, oh, yeah. cool. So six songs from there uh, I've been working on oh, over the years that. and just trying to promote that for the next, uh, oh, I'd say a couple of months or so next year. Or so while I'm, I'm, I'm starting to write and work on songs that have been uh, also on the shelf <laughs> while right. working on, on this album. But, um, but yeah, so uh, I would say it'd be a little bit before I release anything new. Uh, but 
right now I'm I'm focusing in on on this new release uh, of this this EP. Okay. Do you have any merch or anything that anybody could purchase or to support yeah. the band? Yeah, I've got a bunch of stickers, and then also have these physical CDs, and I have T-shirts as well. Um, let's see. I don't know if I can put this whole T-shirt. This is like the biggest T-shirt I have. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've got a couple of things for for purchase, and this is from my my self-titled EP. Oh, I love that. Uh, I haven't. That's a nice color too. I love that. Yeah, so it's like uh, I've got that's my only shirt design I have now. But then I've got um, I've got some sticker designs. Uh, just two right now, but yeah, I've got um, there's Bobby. In the... <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Yeah. And just the uh, and just the cover of the the EP, uh, my first EP. Oh, uh, nice. lo-fi one. So, yeah, just couple of things here and there um yeah so i usually restock whenever i go out on the road so um i had everything when i went out to up up to illinois in july so sold a couple of things thankfully (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah to make my way through so like let's say like if i wanted to buy something where would i go to find it so I have all the merch uh, for uh, online order right now on Bandcamp. And so Bandcamp, okay. Just, um, yeah, bandcamp.com. Okay. Yeah. All right. And are there any final words that you would like to say to anybody listening? Um, I mean, I'm really grateful for you and for, uh, I know you started this for your daughter, but reaching out and expanding it to other um, acts and, and bands in your area. And even to me all the way up here uh, <laughs> in, in Fort Pierce. Uh, yeah. Thanks for taking the time out and um, using this uh, as a, it's a great promotion and it's, it's awesome to, to meet new people and to, um, to just talk about our love for music. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you and, I'm definitely going to be placing my order for my merch and hopefully other people do too, because that's where you guys make most of your money. They really need to sell that merch. So we have to push that. And um, do you have anything coming up where people could check you out live? Yeah. Uh, there's uh, two opportunities. I was saying earlier this weekend, um, Labor Day weekend, Monday, uh, September 4th, I'll be playing in Stewart at East Ocean Pub. And um, the final, I believe it is September 28th, 29th, I'll be playing in Melbourne at um, Iron Oak Post uh, Bar um, for a benefit show. And so two opportunities in September and um, I believe one more opportunity in in October for now anyways. Things change. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. yeah, I usually try to play at least – once every other month uh, when it comes to live performances. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's important. And um, you'll have your merch there, obviously, as well. (laughs) And um, okay, then. Well, I am out of questions, and I feel like um, I definitely need to get out and see you. Hopefully, I'll make my way up there and um, make a road trip of it and um, if you're ever down here, please make sure you conti- post it on your Instagram page. Tell everybody where they can find your Instagram, like Spotify, everything like that. Yeah, so everything is just Saint of Pine Hills. Uh, it's uh, S-A-I-N-T, uh, Saint of Pine Hills. Uh, that's all the, the ats and the forward slashes and all that good stuff. So <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Instagram, it's all just Saint of Pine Hills. Thankfully, that wasn't taken, and that was another reason why I, I enjoy using this name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to stay close watching your your page to see if you do come local. If not, then we'll have to hit the road, but I'm definitely going to catch you, and I'm going to place my order. I, do, I have a, refriger, a mini fridge here. You don't see it, but I have one, and I have all the stickers from bands that I've had uh-huh. on my podcast, so I definitely have to add stickers um, for you. Now and I want the I want both, but I really want that that guy. 
That was pretty <laughs> cool. But um, okay, well, I appreciate your time, and um, like I said, I really enjoyed this. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say, or did you say it all? Uh, I, think, I think we've said it all. I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> oh no, thank you so much, and I'm sorry for all the delays. It was all my fault, and uh, but I'm oh, glad no, we got it put good. together. Yeah, no, it's all good. I appreciate getting it done, though. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's no, one definitely. More thing. Yeah, thanks so much.